Thank you so much, Jennifer. And thank you so much for being here this morning. It is absolutely wonderful to see you here. I am so thankful that Pastor Jeremy did not announce that he was going to be gone today, because typically when that happens, it's a great day to play hooky. Case in point, my wife's not here this morning. She's on the beach in Pensacola with her sister suffering for Jesus. And I am praying for rain. No, I'm just kidding. I hope she has a wonderful time. Just a couple of things before we get started. I married for 43 years, so of course that makes me very, very old. So every once in a while, senility may set in. Don't worry, I'll come back. But even more importantly, I am ADD. So if I start going off on a tangent, all you have to do is yell out squirrel, and I'll come right back to you, okay? So we are in a brand new series called Seeds. And today we're going to talk about sowing the seed of faith. You know, we sow seeds to see them grow, don't we? We plant a seed, we want to see it grow. How many of you plant gardens out there? You do? Just a couple? Just a, my, wife, my, uh, my daughter does. She plants just amazing uh, raised garden beds, and they just have a plethora of vegetables. We get canned goods and all sorts of things. And it's exciting to see these seeds grow. I mean, it really is a miracle to see the bounty that... I'm hearing something. And it's not God. It's, it's talking, telling... It's telling me to look for an app on something. Anyway, I'll ignore it. But it is a miracle to see this bounty that comes from these tiny seeds. It's, it's God's miracle. As a matter of fact, <laughs> oh, technology. Uh, it's God's miracle. As a matter of fact, in Genesis, it tells us that God designed seed-bearing plants. Let's read that together, Genesis 1:29. Then God said, I give you every what? Seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning so grateful for your word. And I pray, Lord, that you would move me out of the way so it would be your words that would be heard today. Lord, it would be your heart that would be seen today. It would be your presence that would be felt in this place today. Speak to us, Lord, as we open your word and we open our hearts to what you have to say to us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Because of God's amazing creation, we can witness this miracle of growth, planting a seed and watching it grow. I can only imagine when God designed the world and, and he came up with this principle of this huge plant crumbing from this tiny seed. He thought, will they get a load of this? This is going to blow their minds, this little bitty seed, and all of a sudden something huge grows from it. Today, what we want to do is we want to apply this principle of growth from a tiny seed to our lives. We want to apply it to our faith. Now, I think all of us in this room can agree we would like for our faith to get bigger, wouldn't we? We'd like for our faith to grow. I want to have less faith, said no one ever. We want more faith. Here's a little nugget for you about faith, though. 
Having greater faith does not necessarily make life better, but it makes us better at life. Did you get that? It does not necessarily mean that everything is going to go your way if you have a greater faith. It doesn't mean that everything is just going to be peaches and cream. It doesn't mean that everything is going to go well in your life, but it does mean that you will be able to deal with whatever life throws at you in a much greater, much more God-honoring way. And if we want to do that, if we want to have a greater faith, we need to grow the seed of faith. In the book of Matthew, there's an account where a man brought his son to the apostles to be healed. The son was having problems with seizures and, and self-mutilation, and this was caused by the possession of a demon. And he, he brought his son to the apostles to be healed, and try as they may, they could not heal him. And so they asked Jesus, Jesus, what's the deal? Why couldn't we heal this boy of his demon? And Jesus replied this, Matthew 17, 20. Because you have so, what? Little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, and remember that word, we're coming back to that. You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. What an amazing promise. What a bold statement. Jesus is saying, even something teeny-weeny on your part is going to yield big things with God. I passed out that little bottle to you today because I wanted you to see just how small a mustard seed is. It's tiny. It's tiny. Now, I don't know where you are in your faith walk, but I can assure you of one thing this morning. You have at least that much faith. And the reason I know that is because God's word tells us so. God's word tells us that he has given us faith. Romans 12, 3, it says, keep in mind the amount of faith God has given you. But let's agree this morning, no matter what our allotment of faith that we have been given, we want it to grow, we want it to strengthen, we want it to get bigger. I was in ministry for 25 years, a worship pastor for 25 years, a teaching pastor for 15 years, and I just retired a year ago. As a matter of fact, it's almost a year to the date that I preached my last sermon uh, as a full-time pastor. But I've continued working. I haven't completely retired, and I'm working right now as a personal trainer at Gold's Gym, having a great time. It's, it's a whole new ministry field. And I am in the business of helping people get bigger and stronger. But in order for them to accomplish this, it's not enough for them just to hire me as a trainer. They need to do something. They need to take action to see results. I said we were coming back to this. Jesus said what? Say to the mountain. He didn't say if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, if you just think about it. If you just wait for me to act on it. No, he said, say to the mountain. He said, do something. He said, put your faith into action. Here's our principle for this morning. Sowing the seed of faith is an action. If you want bigger muscles, you got to exercise. You know, if you take no action in exercising that your muscles will start atrophying, you actually lose muscle mass after 14 days of not exercising. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
But sowing seeds of faith is an action. You know, I think that's exactly what James meant when he wrote this. He said, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accomplished, accompanied by action, is dead. It's not just enough to have faith. We must use it. We must exercise it, or it's going to die. It's going to be ineffective. Just being born with muscle is not enough. You know, we exercise little babies' muscles just for them to grow. It's not enough just to have that little seed in the bottle. You got to pull the cork out. You got to plant it. You got to water it for it to grow. You've got to take action. And I believe that God has designed our faith to be in action so that we can be actively involved in what he's doing in our lives. I believe that because I read this in what Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7. Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Did you catch that? Jesus said, if you take this action, if you ask, if you seek, if you knock, if you get involved with what God is wanting to do in your life, then this will be the result. So, what is the action? What do we need to do? What am I suggesting for us to do today to sow a seed of faith. Well, if you would, would you turn your attention to the screen for just a moment? Do we have any audio with that? Can you all read his lips? <laughs> Obviously, he's needing to get to the other side of the chasm. Now he's going to talk about something called a leap of faith. I'm narrating. <laughs> hurry, Indy, hurry. My heart's pounding. <laughs> Here it is. <gasps> Wait for it. I love that scene. Isn't that amazing? The bridge was there all the time. All he had to do was take a step. Thank you, guys. We've all heard that expression, take a leap of faith. And that's exactly what I am suggesting that we do today to sow a seed of faith. Sowing a seed of faith makes, means taking a step of faith. 
So how? How, how do we do that? Whenever I'd tell my wife what I was going to speak on, I'd, I'd give her all this wonderful theology and all these things, and she'd say, well, what does that look like? How do I apply that? What does that mean for me? Well, first of all, before we take that step of faith, I think there's a few preliminary things we need to do. First, it would be absolutely reckless if before we took a step of faith, we did not pray. If we, if we do anything before we hit our knees in prayer, we are in grave error. And this is kind of a no-brainer, you know, pray before you do anything. But, but if we're so good at it, I, I remember Pastor Jeremy just a couple weeks ago saying, why do we make prayer our last-ditch effort instead of our, our first faith response? We're not real good at that. You know, we get that phone call and we get the bad news from the doctor and immediately we start thinking of all the scenarios and what that's going to mean for us and what's that going to mean for our family. And then we get on the Google, right? And we start Googling what our symptoms are and what the diagnosis is and what our life expectancy is. And then we start Googling specialists and then all of a sudden it's, oh, wait a minute, maybe I need to pray about this. Maybe I need to hit my knees. We need to pray first. But then, before we take that step, after we pray, before that is, because prayer is the necessary step we take before uh, taking that step of faith. But the next thing we need to do is we need to listen. We need to listen. And we're not good at this either. The reason we're not good at this is because we're an impatient people, aren't we? We are so impatient. We want everything instantaneously. Case in point, do you know that there are microwave instructions for Pop-Tarts? It says microwave for three seconds. Three seconds. I mean, how long does it take to toast a Pop-Tart? Right, one minute if you want it dark, you know? We are impatient. We stand in front of the microwave and we pat our foot. We are so impatient. And the other reason that it's hard to listen is because it's been my experience in all my years that God does not always reveal himself with a pillar of fire and a pillar of smoke. And maybe after you pray, you're not hearing that audible voice. When I say listen, it's not just with your ears. Listen with your eyes. Search God's word. So many times when we pray, the answer for what we are praying for is found in God's word. So listen not only with your ears, but listen with your eyes. Search God's word, and then listen with your heart. Here's a good one. If God is giving you peace... You're hearing from him. Whenever I make a decision, I I make that decision on the fulcrum of peace. Do I have peace about it? God will give that. So, we prayed. We listened. Now what do we do? We sit back in the beanbag chair and eat Cheetos, right? No. We do something. We take that step. We move. And this is where it gets downright scary. 
What if I didn't pray enough? What if I didn't hear God correctly? What if I don't have enough faith? Squirrel moment here. If someone ever tells you that you don't have enough faith, and that's the reason God did not answer your prayer, you tell them to get out of your face because that's a lie directly from the enemy. That's a lie. Oh, God didn't answer you. You needed to have more faith. That's why he didn't heal you. That, no, that's a lie. You have enough faith. God put it in you. You have at least the faith of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains with that. But, but what if I didn't hear right? What, what if I move or take a step in the wrong direction? Hmm. You know something? I, I, I told you I'm old. And when I, was, when I was young, I learned to drive at age 10, and, and I learned to drive on a 1950 Ford Custom. Love those cars. They were made out of metal back in those days, and it had a big flathead eight engine in it, and, and oh, it was beautiful. It was black. It was, <laughs> it was great. <sighs> Just loved it. Loved it. This is how old I am. It did not have power steering. It had a big old steering wheel, but it did not have power steering. And here's this behemoth of a tank. And if it was sitting still and you tried to turn the wheel, it was almost impossible because you had all this weight on the front tires. But if you were moving just the slightest bit, you could steer it with one hand. I believe it's easier for God to direct us when we are moving than to push us from a dead stop. That's why I'm saying take a step. Now, I am not saying that God's moving is dependent on our faith, on our step. That would be giving us much too much credit. And God can and often does work without us doing anything in spite of our teeny faith, just according to his perfect and precious will. But in order for us to be actively involved in our faith growth, we need to take a step. Now, in some cases, that step is rather literal. I mean, it is stepping into a relocation, stepping into a new job, maybe the step of getting married, or maybe taking that step of deciding to take 10% of your income and tithing. Those are, those are some literal steps that you can really see, hey, I'm going from here to there. But sometimes, there's another step that we need to take when sowing a seed of faith. I want you to listen carefully to this. Sometimes we need to take a step over our belief into our trust. We need to take a step over our belief into our trust. I believe this is a chair. I believe it. And I believe that it can hold my weight. But until I take a step over that belief and into the actual trust of sitting into the chair, my faith hasn't grown. 
taking a step over your belief into your trust will grow your faith. We get that call, and it's cancer. I got that call seven years ago. Praise God, I'm cancer-free, but it was very heart-wrenching. And a step of faith means to step over our belief that God can heal us into our trust that God will heal us putting it completely in his hands. And here's the thing, folks. God wants us to have that kind of faith. This is his desire for us. He wants us to have a growing faith. He wants us to have an active faith, a trusting faith. As a matter of fact, his word says that this pleases him. Look at Hebrews 11:6. And without faith, it is impossible to what? Please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. There's an action again, isn't it? There's that action. Seek him. Pursue him. Sowing seeds of faith requires an action. If we keep our faith bottled up, it will wither and die. But if we open that bottle, if we sow that seed if we plant the seed, if we water it, if we hit our knees, if we listen, and then if we take that step over our belief into our trust, our faith will grow. Take that step over our belief that God can into our trust that God absolutely will. Our faith will grow. And folks, our, our faith will grow because of God's faithfulness. Amen? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, this morning, I pray that you would make us bold in our faith. I pray, Lord, that you would make us bold, that we would take a step and not just believing, but trusting completely. And in that step, Lord, would you grow our faith? We know that with you, all things are possible. But Lord, we need you. Lord, there might be someone here today that needs to take that first step of faith into becoming a believer. If you're here today and you don't know him as your savior, continue praying with me and, and, and pray these words in your heart. Dear Jesus, I confess I am a sinner and I believe you died to forgive me of all my sin. Today I come believing in my heart that you are God and I give my life to you not only believing but trusting. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Change my heart. 
and save me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray with all my heart that you heard God's words today and not mine. And I pray that this week you will see things in your life and opportunities in your life to take that step and to sow those seeds of faith. I know I'm going to be looking for them. But if you pray that prayer this morning for the first time to become a believer, the Lord has entered your heart. He's filled you with his, his spirit, and he's planted in you a seed of faith, and you too can take those steps of faith. If you did, please don't leave this place without speaking with something about this life-changing decision. You can see Will in the back, or you can see me. Jahari's also out there. See any one of us, and we'd love to speak with you, try to help you get started in your faith walk. But I so much appreciate you being here, and I so much appreciate your attention and listening this morning. God bless you, and thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in today. If you would like more information about Alenia Church, you can go to aleniachurch.org forward slash connect. There you can enter in your information. You can ask about more information about the church, and you can even let us know if you've prayed to receive Christ. We would love to put a free gift in your hand to equip you on this new journey. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can do so by going to aleniachurch.org forward slash give. There you can make an easy tax-deductible gift to further the reach of the gospel through Alenia Church. Would you also pray about becoming a monthly partner through your financial giving? Our site makes it easy to set up a recurring schedule. Please take a moment to share this message, subscribe, like, and comment wherever you get your regular diet of podcasts. It helps us by getting the word out about what God is doing here in Middle Tennessee. If you live in the Middle Tennessee area and you don't yet have a church home, we would love to host you at Alenia Church. We hope to see you there. Remember, God sees you, He loves you, and He wants the best for you. God bless.